Denzel was there. That's a big one. That should always be the biggest. And Denzel, they go ape shit. I'm in Denzel in my life. You think you're Denzel? You think you're walking to a room full of cops with a bunch of confidence and swagger? That's what Denzel does. Denzel got the smoothest walking show business, don't he? It was an amazing experience with Denzel because he was a complete legend, you know what I mean? He's been around longer than I've been alive in a sense. And Let's swing for the fences. Let's offer it to Denzel. <laughs> uh, so, Charlie Feta, thank you for coming tonight. Absolutely. Uh, when names get tossed around of potential guests, your name was right up there. All right. Uh, I heard lots about you, did lots of diving on you today. Oh, I, try, I try not to do too much research because I like the surprise of what's going on, but I also need to, you know, listen to your music and it's good. Thanks. I'm not, I'm not a huge hip hop guy, Yeah. but if I, cause I'm a metal guy. Okay. So if I can go from metal to hip hop when I'm listening to it and kind of give the same, like get lost in it a little bit, you know, I make a lot of aggressive music. I don't make too much like, um, like happy go lucky music. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it. I love aggressive, yeah. but like I'm all, I'm all team aggressive, man. Like like if I'm gonna listen to hip hop, it's again if I can get if lost can get if I it. get into it if I can work out to it, you know, like even like a little bit earlier, Tyler the Creator shit like that. Yeah. Um, there was the song I did listen to. I'm sorry, I'm gonna blank on the title here real quick. Uh, it sounded to me the tone of your voice and the way the music went. It sounded to me like Action Bronson. <laughs> Is that a negative or positive? Uh, what song? Uh. Hold on, I I'm so bad with names. Hold on, let me find my Spotify. I've got I've gotten uh, I've gotten some comparisons, <clears throat> uh, maybe maybe with the 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 flow, not so much the voice. I don't know, but I, I hear it. But I'm also might be tone deaf and not really uh, educated I'm in not, rap, right? I'm, I'm not mad at it. <laughs> I, I'm not mad at any comparisons. Like everybody, like. So we will get bent out of shape over yeah, like weird yeah. things. Motion is the one I felt. It oh, motion. Like. Yeah, okay. You yeah, can, I, I can, you see, can that. see that? Okay. Yeah, that's a new one too. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's a, uh, that was a COVID song. Nice. Did yeah. you write it, write it during the shutdown? Yeah, we did it. Um, we did it for the EP. Um, Steve, I was just like locked up in the crib and I had the studio at the kitchen table and I was like, yo man, send me some beats. And me and Steve never work like that. We always work in the studio. It, it's way better in person. It is, and um, he sent me that beat, and he sent me a pack of beats, and that one just jumped out, and I wrote it really, really quickly. Um, but yeah, no, I could definitely see that. Uh, instantly, I'm not even a huge Action Bronson fan. It's just like the songs I've heard of him. I'm yeah. like, oh, this is like, um, this is this is similar. I like I, that. I, I fuck with Action pretty heavy. I, I actually saw him way, well, I guess not way before he blew up, but I saw him when he came to Winnipeg, and he played. Uh, uh, at the green room, which is now OV, oh. and it was fucking tiny. Yeah, no uh, shit. And it was uh, it was crazy. It was one of the coolest shows, man. He he like does not stay on the stage. He was like good. jumping around on the bar, pouring good. vodka down people's throats. No and way, shit. really? Oh, That's yeah. good. No, I love it when uh, I've, a lot of the bands I've seen too. They've come when that like uh, West End Cultural Center, like what two hundred fifty people. I think the West End three hundred. I think the West End's probably four. Four really? It's been yeah. a while, so. Because the pyramid, the pyramid is like. Legally, probably four, <laughs> and I've seen the pyramid packed, packed more than four. So whatever, shut up, Dave McKeegan. I love the pyramid. It's unfortunate that I get it. Kind of gets that bad rep with all the you know stabbings. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. Like Winnipeg's most may or may not have played a role in uh, in, in creating that <laughs> that energy there back in the day. Dude, when I was booking you, and I I messed because like uh, 
my brother's a fan of yours. All right. And I said, he's like, who, so what guests you could bring him back? I'm like, oh, I got Charlie Fetta. He goes, holy shit, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I just messaged him. He said, sure, why not, right? Yep. He goes, you know who that guy is? I'm like, kind of. Honestly, <laughs> like a little bit. He goes, don't believe the hype, man. He's don't like, that's, the hype. that's what it pays most. I'm like, are you fucking serious? That's cool. It's crazy because, like, um, uh, now, like, I'm, I'm older. I'm 35 this year, and... Um, it's wild when when people like the young the young people that I meet like maybe like 18 20 21 like Ed Riley for example okay. uh, Ed Riley his dad used to come to my shows because his dad's not that old his dad's like Ed's 20 Ed's 20 or 21 so and his dad's, dad's like 38 like oh, he just had a kid shit. young you yeah, know what yeah, I mean yeah. probably had a kid at 18 or whatever yeah yeah um, but yeah I was just like it was it's bugged out. Does like, it does it still make you feel good though? You know what? Like it actually, must. Yeah, actually, yesterday was uh, yesterday was Brooklyn's birthday. I did see that on your Instagram. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I started going through old pictures and 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 I was gonna write a little bit more, but I didn't want. I wanted to keep it about Jamie. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I I think as I get older and my son gets older and he starts asking me questions mm-hmm. and uh, and stuff like that, I I, I kind of start to see that the. the the relevance of it before I w- I'm not a very nostalgic person. I didn't keep a lot of stuff from mm-hmm. that, that time. Um, but it's cool to see that the music still getting played. It's cool to still get mailbox money. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right on. Uh, but no, it's really cool, man. It's, it's cool to be recognized like, you know, 10 years, um, after the fact and people are still like asking like, when are you going to put out a new record with one of Peg's most? I'm like, well, one of our members is dead. Yeah. You literally can't. <laughs> I literally wouldn't. Um, but, uh, we, we're in talks with, um, with the producers and stuff like that, we might we might do a little a little re-release or something. Nice, like that. Yeah, yeah. Bring it back, yeah. Because I remember, shit. I would have been because your first album was two thousand ten. Two thousand. Well, the first mixtape, which was Northside, came out in uh, twenty. Oh yeah, I guess. It, I, guess I got it, I got Wikipedia June two thousand ten. That's that's which which is that though? Winnipeg Connection or Northside North Connection? Connection. Sorry, yeah, yeah. June. Yeah, because then we dropped. Uh, yeah, because then we dropped. Um, the self-titled in, in the wintertime. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah, okay. That's right, that's right. Um, yeah, because yeah, that's... 10 years. Yeah, and, and I was in grade 10 in 2010. I'm Damn. 26. Damn. And I just remember everyone was talking about you guys. We, you know what, that was like the perfect storm. Like, everyone always asks about that. Like, because, and, and you know, and here's where, here's where I really equate it to, because now, when I see guys like Miyazwe, um, YSM, YSM Fab, they have like, they have teams. Like, there's dudes on their team that yeah. are like super... And that's shout out to them. Like they're talented as fuck. And oh, they, hell yeah. they they would already have it, but I'm saying they're doing it right. We mm-hmm. just we just were like some gangsters that fucking uh put put a record together. Yeah. I was I was good at rapping, I was like, you know, I was a fresh out the pen. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like I was fresh out of custody and um everybody was still in the streets mm-hmm. and we were just like, Man, let's just do this shit for fun. Um and when that record came out and we did the video for all that I know and it hit like Hit like a like this. Yeah, be, this is before YouTube was YouTube. It hit views. like a million views really, really quickly, and that just catapulted us. And I mean, it was just like a, it was a two and a half year like like tornado. You guys were like the Beatles, man. The Beatles were like about Canada. They were like together for five years, and they're the biggest band in history. And then you guys were together for two years, and you're the biggest band out of Manitoba, possibly Canada. Like yeah, it was or group band. Sorry, uh, yeah, group. It was it was definitely uh, it it was just unplanned. And that's what's really cool about it when I think back on it was just like how like all the stars had to be aligned and how yeah. everything had to work out for that to, for that to happen. Um, and it was like, I always say this to everybody, uh, we were infamous before we were famous mm. because we were, we, we were, we were pulling up to shows and, and, and 
well, maybe not I wasn't, but, you know, we were pulling up to shows and people were getting hit. People were getting knocked out. People yeah, were, yeah, like, yeah. sound men. Like, I remember one time after we did... Oh, this is such a funny story. Oh, okay, hell yeah, okay. We, we were, we, we, it was after the first APCMA Awards when we won those three awards. We won three awards and we performed in... Um, in Winnipeg Jets jerseys, shit, and, yeah. and they gave a shit for that. Really? Because like it's like a licensing thing, oh, but, we, but it was televised too. Yeah, and, and yeah, they were yeah. like, "Yo, you guys got to change." And we're like, "No, we're not." Yeah, fuck you, no, we're not. <laughs> we're not. We're not changing. Um, APTN, shout out to them for dealing with that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we did that. We won three awards. We went three out of four. Um, you guys cleaned up that night. Yeah, we cleaned up the night. <laughs> I'll, I'll go through the next one. Yeah, okay, okay. So, so 2010, we get... This is 2010, right? Or no, I got your awards and nominations. Okay, so 2010, yeah. Yeah, best album. Okay. So 2010 is where we performed in the in the Winnipeg's Jets jerseys. And then we had a big, big show at the Pyramid. And we showed up to the Pyramid late. We were all drunk and shit. We showed up, and it's packed. And everybody's waiting for us. And we jump on stage, and Brooklyn's mic isn't working. And, oh, no. and something's going on. So I'm like, yo, uh, sound man, like, you know, you got to fix this mic. You know, we're trying to rap. And the guy's, I don't know, it was packed. So the guy was probably trying to rush through the crowd. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. it seemed like it was taking him forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he comes up on the stage and just as he's walking up on the stage, Brooklyn gets fed up with this microphone and he fucking throws it on the ground. Oh, no. It's a fucking microphone. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It was an SM58, like whatever. It's a 200. It's a yeah, great, yeah, yeah. whatever. We shouldn't have been doing it, but whatever. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. The sound guy comes up and it's packed and he yeah, comes yeah. up on stage and he starts pointing his finger at Brooke and Brooklyn just bang. No. Hits him, hits oh, him, shit. Just hits him. As he hits him, somehow there's another mic. I don't know where the fuck this mic <laughs> appeared, but another mic uh, like appears and then we just start the music. <laughs> And we just go. And it's all forgiven. Like, the afterwards, I go up to the sound guy. He didn't get, like, knocked out. He just got a pole. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it was so crazy. And, like, oh, everybody yeah. was just like, yeah. That's so funny. It's like, like, kick his ass, Seabass, you know? <laughs> um, and then the crazy thing is, is if there's, there's an interview, um, there's an interview after we won those awards, mm -hmm. right after we jumped off stage. And, and, and I don't know why I said it, but I said, next year we're going to go six for six. Okay. Okay. So the next year comes, we put out uh, Goodfellas. Um, we get a, we get nominated for six awards, and I, I forgot that I had said this. Oh no way! So what happens is is that while we're shooting the video for Deadfly, the week of these awards, mm -hmm. uh, I was I was on parole still, and I wasn't supposed to be hanging out with Brooklyn because Brooklyn had gotten into a fight on an Air Canada plane, oh, and his chain. Apparently, which we all—it turned out to be bullshit. Yeah. But his chain apparently made contact with this flight attendant's arm what? and broke her arm. And I'm okay. like, okay, that's what we, we. But anyways, he ended up getting locked up in Montreal for oh, like shit. for like a, a, a little bit, like a couple weeks or maybe oh, like a month shit. or something. So anyways, he gets back and you know we just start getting into album mode. And we got to record these videos. Yeah, yeah. So we shot, we flew Stewie in again, and we were doing Winnipeg Boy uh, and Deadfly. And while we were shooting Deadfly. There's a scene with me and Brooklyn driving because Deadfly didn't have John C on it. Deadfly was a song off of Brooklyn's album okay, and it had okay. Rupp on it. Uh, so there's a scene where me and me and Brooke are driving, and uh, we actually get pulled over by the cops. So we get pulled over by the cops. The cops pull us sort of like, "What are you guys doing?" Because there's like a camera rig, oh, all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, and we're yeah. like, "Yo!" And they know they obviously know who the fuck we are at the time. Like we're yeah. not because not they listen to our music, because of our criminal records. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not what you want them to know. Yeah. You about. Yeah. So they so they pull us over. They let it go. Everything seems okay. Mm -hmm. But I got this sinking feeling 
that once this report hits my PO's desk, yeah. I'm going to be in shit. Yeah. So nothing happens for a few days, and I'm like, okay, I think I think I'm good. You know. But if, if they don't do anything, a pullover isn't an is a. But I'm not allowed to be with him. Oh. But they right. don't. Yeah, they yeah. don't. I don't think they knew that. Oh. Okay. My PO had told me that I couldn't that, yeah. be with him. But I was fighting it because I'm like, yo, I'm in a group with this guy. I make I, I make I make ten grand a show with this guy. Yeah. I'm going to not make money. The only other way I know how to make ten grand yeah. is. Yeah, a different way. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> you know? I'm gonna be right back on this desk that way. <laughs> exactly. And what, but people go drunk driving and they get an eight to four license. Like, how does that not? I have no. It's 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 a diff, it's a different uh, it's a different game, I guess, when you're in our situation. So, anyways, I get pulled, everything's good, and literally the day and the album was called Goodfellas. So we went to Aldo Formal Wear, our, our my buddy Ken. And we're like, yo, we need we need some like good, we need some like mafioso suits. Oh, hell yeah, yeah. He's like, I got you. Yeah. So we're getting suited up. We're all there. Me, there's about ten of us. We got the whole thing shut down. There's ten of us there. And I had just given the mother of my child, who's who was my girl at the time, mm-hmm. um, I had just given her some money to go get a dress and her nails and her hair, you know what I mean? I was just like, babe, like I want to take you to the awards. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I want you to don't do it up like oh, yeah. right and she was she was in school at the time and I like she was a super independent woman but it felt it was like one of those moments that I really remember I was like yo I made a bunch of money this week I'm, I want you I want to get your hair done I want to do this one gonna... one of those moments where it's like I made it yeah exactly so <laughs> as I'm getting suited and she's out dress shopping I get a call and it's my parole officer oh, no. and my parole officer says to me um he goes Tyler I'm like yeah he's like so we got a problem and I'm like I'm like what's that and he's like, well, it seems that you got pulled over with uh, Jamie Prefontaine. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, we were shooting a video, man. And he's like, yeah, well, you know, I told you you couldn't hang out with him. And I was like, well, we were shooting a video, man. Like, I wasn't, it wasn't like a, a personal thing. Yeah, it was yeah, a business yeah. thing, right? And he goes, well, that's, you know, that's no excuse, da 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 And he goes, and I know you got the awards tomorrow. Or was it, no, it was the next day. It was two days, two yeah, days before yeah, the awards. Yeah. And he goes, I know you got the awards, da 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 um, but you're not going to, you, you can't go. Oh. You got a warrant. You have a Canada-wide warrant out for your arrest as of now. Um, I'm telling you because I want you to turn yourself in. Oh. Uh, if you choose to go on the run or you choose to go to the award show, we're gonna arrest you at the award award show. So my gangster homies are like, dude. They're like, dude, just get arrested at the award show. How fucking crazy would that be? And I'm like, yo, man. I'm like, honestly. Like, I don't want my grandma to see that shit. Like, we just did a McLean. We have a, like, my grandma was so proud when we made McLean's. Yeah. Like, it was like, a, it's a grandma, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. And my, my, my grandma was like, holy shit, you're like, you're fucking huge, you're in McLean's. <laughs> so anyways, I get this call, and uh, God damn, I hang up great. the phone, I hang up the phone, and, and she, he calls me back a few times, and I finally pick up the phone, and I say, look, uh, I'm, I'll turn myself in. But I said, I'm going to turn myself in. Uh, in a couple days because I got to get my shit in order. You know, yeah, I got a yeah, house, yeah. I got a dog. Oh, yeah, big time. And, yeah. and he's, he said, cool. He's like, okay. Hey. He's like, you know what? I won't send him to your house because I'm like, yo, I'm going to go, like, I got to handle my dog. I got to, like, yeah. I got a mortgage. You like, just I got to up, up and leave. I can't right? up and do yeah. that. And so he was cool with that. But he goes, don't fucking make me chase you. And I go, okay. <laughs> so I don't trust him because I don't trust any policing authority. Makes sense. Um, yeah. <laughs> I sent somebody to go get my dog right away, put money in the bank for the mortgage. I was good to go like yeah. six hours later. <laughs> Uh, but whatever, I, and then the worst thing was calling Courtney and being like, "Yo, yeah, that sucks." And she was like, "She's like, I'm literally like, try, I'm wearing a dress that I'm trying on," and I'm like, "Well, get the dress, though." Yeah, yeah. You know? And she's like, "No," she's like, "Hey," she's like, "Where are you?" And I'm like, "Well, I don't want to drive my truck because if I get pulled, like, obviously I have a Canada wide for me." Um, so whatever, and yeah, and and I ended up actually 
go, I turned myself into Stony. I didn't go to the remand. I mm. drove. My, my mom gave me a ride to Stony oh, Mountain geez. on a Friday. <laughs> because if you get if you turn yourself in on a Friday, you got to sit in the remand center. I said, fuck all that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I go yeah. straight to Stony Mountain. And they're, and they're like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, oh, uh, I got to. And he's like, no, go. And I'm like, no, I'm sitting here. Like, you trust me. He looks at he looks at me. He goes, you're fucking crazy. Goes, come on. <laughs> so they come on. I think they throw me in a cell. That was the Friday. I think the award show was the Saturday. And I sat there watching it on my homies' TV oh. as we won six for six. Oh. And I'm watching my homies fucking walk up with their suits and shit on. And it was, it was, it was fucking crazy. But all that shit, all like the Brooklyn yeah. going to jail and John C. beating charges and me going back on parole violations and shit, that all just fed into the the, the, the storyline. Story yeah. It was, it was, it was more than the music. It was the legend. Like, That's cool. People were like, yo, you beat up my cousin or. or <laughs> You know, so like you know, I, I go all the way around to say this: we were infamous before we were famous. That's and, crazy. And, and even to bring it back, um, I'm cool. I, I like re reminiscing on stories like this because at the time it was horrible. Oh, of course. But now I'm like, man, what a fucking crazy like chain of events. What a roller coaster. And that's what, and that's exactly what it was. It was, it was, it was, it was a complete roller coaster. And that's what Winnipeg's most to me as a whole was kind of like. That's what it was. Like that's those stories embody the, the Winnipeg's most story. It was like crazy, it was like literally I was making so much money, and then I like got a call and they're like, "Yo, you got to go turn yourself into prison." I'm like, "What? Like, uh, what the fuck is this?" But screeching halt. But it added to the thing, and yeah. when I got out, we were booked. Like of course, I got out. I got out. Went. I, I got out, and I caught a plane like like 18 hours later, and did like six shows in like northern Manitoba and northern Ontario, oh, and came shit. home with like 20 grand. Jesus Christ. You know what I mean? Like, it was, that's how it was. It was, it was, it was nuts. That's, that's, I can't even process, like, like. It's fun. I still can't. <laughs> I still can't. I still Matt, can't. that might be, I've done, you're, you're 103, episode 103. That might be, like, top three stories I've heard, man. I Ghost Hunters on, they're pretty tough to beat, but that's fucking close, man. Dude, man, it was, it was a bugged out couple, it was a bugged out couple of years, man. And just, like, the drinking and, like. It was so wild, man. Cause like, well, let's let's go back and so when did you first start getting into hip hop? Um, like writing music, getting into okay, it, so I've been, to it. I've been writing music for a long time. I was a punk. I was into punk like way before I was into hip hop. Oh, hell yeah! And uh, the way I got into hip hop, um, my my buddy's older brother. We used to you know the, the family basement was where the video games were. So we'd be we'd be sitting down there playing Sega or whatever the fuck we were playing, and. Um, and his brother would always be playing like hip hop, like Snoop Dogg and Wu Tang and uh, Cool G Rap. Because that would have been what, like ninety three to ninety six ish. I was so I was born in eighty five, so this was probably ninety six. Yeah, okay. Something you're nine years older than me, so I was. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was not. It was ninety six. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because I remember like Tupac and all that shit. Happened. See, ten or twelve, between ten and twelve, right? Yeah. So um, he 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 was playing it. So I always had like this this kind of like draw to it but then when I got to high school I was still a punk in high school and I used to go like all like to like Rendezvous mm -hmm. um, the Albert I would go with all the older girls I was always friends with the older girls nice. that's, 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 a, that's a little tidbit of information there for the young boys out there make sure you become <laughs> friends when you're in grade 9 try to be friends with the girls in grade 12 I'm, uh, I'm dating a girl she's a year older than me Oh, there you go. You know what I mean? It's always better to level up. <laughs> I'm dating up. Yes, dating up, man. Uh, but, yeah, so I would go to all these punk shows. Um, and then I just slowly started getting more and more kind of into hip-hop. I just got into graffiti. Uh, mm -hmm. I was already into skateboarding and BMXing. It's just nice. my, my lifestyle kind of changed. I kind of, um, I was always into, like, anti, 
anti-authority. I was kind of always anti-social. I kind of like said, you know, I was never, I was always very smart in school, but very bad with like authority. And oh rules. yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, so anyways, my buddy had a crazy hip hop collection. My buddy, Andrew Fife, he had a really nice hip hop CD book and I had a fucking dope ass punk CD book. And I mean, one day I was just like, Hey, you want to trade? And he was like, <laughs> yeah. So I just traded. And then from that, like from that day, like probably that was grade, I want to say that was grade nine. Mm-hmm. I was always into it, like grade eight. I was into it, but grade nine is when I just like went fell in love with and it. And then I started freestyling, um, and then yeah, it just kind of took off. But I was writing, like I we were we were in a punk band for a little bit, um, but probably like grade nine when I actually like really started applying myself to it. And that, and so then from there, it wasn't just like poems and stuff. You were writing these to like put beats on. It. Eventually, at some point, this was gonna be real shit. I was doing. I had a I had a, I had a computer in my. Um, I had a computer in my room. I saved up. I was selling weed and some shit. <laughs> I bought a computer from like Simply Computer, just something basic. And I kind of Jimmy rigged a little mic, and um, and yeah, my, my homie Adam was making these beats, and uh, and he was just sending me these weird, weird beats. <laughs> and I was just writing to them and make you know I I won't I won't say where you can find them, but. My, a lot of my older songs are actually still on the internet. No way, really. I could delete them, but I don't. It's like a little Easter egg. Interesting. If you can find, if you can, I like that. Okay. If you Listeners. can find them, if you can find them, you deserve to listen to them. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and 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 it was just it just it just became like I, I kind of I, I withdrew kind of from the world and I just lived in my room and just made music and it was like I was like as a kid I dealt with like a lot of like um, like mental issues just like depression and, and anxiety that I didn't think was anxiety at the time but yeah no one would have back then right and yeah. uh yeah, yeah exactly right it didn't have a name um and, and and it was just like my escape it was just my escape and then I started hustling mm-hmm. and then all my raps just got even crazier cause you I was just started seeing, going the new started going through shit right I started yeah. seeing fucked up shit and I was like yo I can write about this <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's how I, that's how it started. You're just discovering this, and that's what people are getting famous off of, right? About grade nine, about grade nine. I think I think I want to say grade nine is probably when I like really started. Um, that's when the wheels started turning. Yeah, and and then, and then still like it didn't get serious really until I did like a freestyle battle. Uh, I went five weeks undefeated on the old station oh, there, Flava, uh, and I battled good good people too. I battled John Smith, I battled Saif Diaz, I battled Helen back, and then I battled two other dudes I couldn't remember. Um, but that's that. I got that little taste of like winning, and I got that yeah, little oh, taste yeah. of, of turning my intellectual property into something tangible, um, and that's when it really hit. Like grade ten, grade ten, eleven. I, I think, mm-hmm. I think I won that. I think I won that in grade eleven, because they let me go in the club. I couldn't. Oh drink. yeah, I was gonna say, how did you even get in? Oh, <laughs> yo! Shout out to Milt Stegall. <laughs> <laughs> shout out Milt Stegall. Get me in the club when I was seventeen years old. Whatever, it's great the truth. football player, better guy, huh? Yeah, oh, he's a great guy. Oh, that's great awesome. Guy. Yeah, he, he so he was friends with the guys at the radio station or whatever. But that was that like those those three years, like grade nine mm-hmm. to grade eleven was when I really started taking music seriously and then uh and then I just got got sidetracked with some street shit and had to take a little break. When you were doing your music, it was just you, right? Like it there was yeah. uh, did the Winnipeg's most thing come from? No, the, no, no. Uh, I didn't even know these guys yet. Okay, like, oh shit, okay. The way I met Heatbag uh, what would become Heatbag mm-hmm. Records uh, was kind of funny. They were making music under the, the uh, I think they were the John Squad or I can't remember what it was. It was the two of them though, right? No, no, no. Brooklyn didn't even come in the full. Oh, shit. The original, the original Heatbag, Brooklyn was actually, he had his own thing called Westbrook. Oh, Westbrook okay. Records. And he was like with like Boogie and, and, and that. And um, Is Boogie the guy that does YK's music? Ton, tons of YK's okay, music. Okay. He's, he's the one who did 
like ninety eight percent of the YK music okay. before he went away. Right. Yeah. Now yeah, he yeah. works with a lot more people. Right. But yeah, okay, like Boogie's, cool. Boogie and Kid are like very very yeah. synonymous. Boogie's with I think one of the next guys I gotta try and book and get on here. He's dope. Yeah. He's, I've heard nothing but good things. He's dope. He's a super dope human being. Um. And it's nice because I get so many performers. I want to get some more of the back end guys because, yeah. like, I hear so much from your point of view. But I want to hear like, what's your? He's got good stories too, and, <laughs> and even better. Yeah, he does. Uh, but we started. So he big. I met them. They um, they did, they did a they did a song. And actually, my best friend, one of my best friends to this day, who's not a rapper, was just. You remember that? Uh, the, what movie is it from? Uh, I want to say it's. Casino where they put the guy's head in the vice, and he's like, "I, I popped your fucking eye in your head oh, for Charlie." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I was I was on the radio and I was rapping. I was just like this little guy. No one really knew me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they were the, the song had nothing to do with me, but in the in the in the intro to the song, they got my boy RJ, who's like yeah, yeah, my yeah. best friend to this day, <laughs> and he said, "You're gonna make me fuck a pop your eye in your head for Charlie Fat." <laughs> and I hear this, and I'm I'm a I'm a small guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a big guy, and at this time I was probably 140 pounds. So I hear this, and mm. my, my ego goes, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. I'm like, who the <laughs> So, I, so I'm, I, I'm about to make a diss song. You turn into casinos. <laughs> Pretty much. But my boy, Troy Clark, is friends with him. Mm -hmm. So he says to me, whoa, 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 don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I, he, and we listen, because I was like, the song's got nothing. He's like, dude, they're probably just being cheeky. Like, yeah, just, yeah. Dude, oh, yeah. They're trying to poke, poke at you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he goes, no, I'm going to take you over to the house. I'm going to introduce you. So he takes me over to John C's. Uh, John C was staying uh, on uh, Church Ave, Church Avenue. And we, we pull up and fuck, there's like 10 of the scariest looking motherfuckers oh, I've Jesus ever seen on the front Christ. porch. And I'm thinking, really glad I didn't make that diss song. Yeah, no shit. They would have just buried you. <laughs> and literally literally walked walked inside and shook hands. And we laughed like immediately. They're like, dude, we, was, we were just a fucking joke. We were mm -hmm. drinking, da, 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 da. And, um. And that was it. That was history. Like, John C's like, yo, you want to make a song? And I was like, yeah. Oh, shit. And then literally just, easy. yeah, just really became like really, really fast friends. So before that, you were still, you were Charlie Feta before that, right? Yeah. So how did you, like, how did you come up with Charlie Feta? So uh, I was watching this, uh, I was watching this movie called The St. Valentine's Day Massacre. I've heard of it, never seen it though. Yeah. And there's a, there's a part in the, um, in the movie uh, where these two, you know, kind of low level gangsters come into a bar and this is during Prohibition, so uh, they get they get beers from the, the bar guy, and they're mm -hmm. working for, like, I don't know who they're working for in the movie, Capone, or yeah, whatever the yeah, fuck yeah, it is. Yeah. And they, they taste the beer, and they spit it out, and they go, this beer's green, you know, this is garbage beer, blah, 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 blah. So the beer keep goes, oh, you don't have to pay for it. And then this fucking guy, he goes, hear that, Charlie? You hear that, Charlie? He just kept saying it. He's like, he's like, he says, he says we don't have to pay for it. He's like, aren't you the cat's pajamas? <laughs> so, I, so I took the Charlie from there because I just used to say it all the time. I was like, you hear that, Charlie? It was just like something that got stuck in my head. Um, and then the feta actually... The feta... Um, you got it, I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> I, was, I was working at a pizza place when I was younger. When I was just starting to get mm -hmm. into the streets. And... Um, Feta cheese comes in a big, big barrel. Yes. <laughs> a big barrel with like water in it. Yeah. And when you pull it out, it looks like it has a resemblance to a brick of cocaine. Yeah, okay. So I was like, yo, Charlie, Charlie Feta. Feta. I was hoping it had something to do with cheese. Oh, yeah, it does. So excited. It totally does. And yes. it's crazy when people think it's my real name. Like, they're like, oh, are you a Greek? <laughs> Dude, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> like, who would name their kid Charlie Feta? <laughs> Be Listen, angry. So I text YK this morning. <laughs> what did I do? Uh, 
Hey, is Charlie Feta his stage name or is it actually his name? <laughs> no, it's... I, I wanted to make sure I don't want to call you Charlie the whole time and be like, so like, what's your stage name? <laughs> Dude, I was, I was at the mall probably like, I was at Polo Park, I think it was about two years ago and I was walking with my son and this guy I hear behind me, Charlie, 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 but nobody, if people see me or know me, they go Feta. They yeah. say Feta. Yeah. But this guy kept yelling, Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. And I wasn't paying, like, I was like, oh, he's probably looking for a guy named fucking Charlie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My real name's Tyler. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. If you said Feta, then I would turn around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, I hear Charlie, Charlie. And then I hear somebody say, well, fuck you too then. Oh, and then no. I, And then I turn around and I'm like, excuse me? And he's like, I just wanted to fucking say hello and get a picture. And I'm like, oh. I'm like, dude, I'm sorry, dude. I'm like, sorry, not many people call me Charlie. Yeah, he, yeah, was, yeah. he was mad. And I, and I had my kid with me and I was like, you know what, man? Uh, now's not the time anyway. yeah, yeah, yeah. I said thank you peace you know later but yeah, it was yeah. so funny because he was so mad <laughs> he just thought I was straight ignoring him and I was like I was like, who the fuck is Charlie like I remember thinking in my head while saying this I was like fuck this guy's really looking for Charlie <laughs> <laughs> this guy robbed a bank or something yeah. holy shit but yeah that's how the, that's how the name came do you ever dissociate between Tyler and, and Charlie like are they two different people I introduce it... myself now uh, as a business owner um, as a dad um as Tyler, as like, Tyler, you yeah. know what I mean. Like I, I on Instagram, I have my name is I think it's still Tyler. Um, I, 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 it's not that I'm ashamed of it mm-hmm. or anything. Like everyone still calls me Feta. Like yeah, um, it's, it's just more, more like a nickname now rather than like a stage name. Exactly, right? like, exactly. Um, that was kind of one of the reasons why me and Steve called uh, our records Steve and Tyler. Um, nice. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Like I have this weird feeling sometimes. Um, it's gonna come and bite in the ass, kind of, or like. Not it's... really. I never. I don't have no. I don't have no serious enemies. I've never really done anybody that wrong. Mm-hmm. I've never done anything that I feel like I have to really look over my shoulder for. I've been pretty straight up with. That's, people. Good. that's good. If someone doesn't like me, it's based on like attitude, and that's fine. Or I don't because like... you won't take a picture with them in the mall. Or <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I just try. To, I try to be. I try to be more of an adult and a little bit more of a professional right now. And that's not saying that you yeah. can't be. But when I'm when I'm when I'm doing stuff with business and I'm doing stuff with this coffee shop and I'm doing stuff like that, I uh, I just introduce myself as Tyler. And well, then everyone's always like, "Aren't you Feta?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm Feta." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they'll call me Feta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you got to get to know them first, and then it's like, okay, now it's cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but also, that was what ten, no, eight, got, eight to ten years ago. That was I, Charlie Feta. I got the name twelve years ago, and we're at we're at so Winnipeg's most Winnipeg. We recorded that album. Yeah, it was like 2008. You would have met 2008 and then... We met... Oh, no, we met in... Fuck, was around for a while. Like, Rolling Stones was the first record we put out. Then we put out Weight Junkies. Then we put out... um, What else did we put out? We put out the the General John C's album came out. You'd have to... Yeah, see? Let's see. There's all your features, accolades. So, yeah, so Weight... There's your singles. Oh yeah, Monsters spelled wrong. That's so funny. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, What's that connection? What the Yeah, yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot on there that wouldn't be on there though. Like there would be we doing street shit. We were doing yeah. shit that held the trunk. Oh shit. Okay. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. We were really selling. I remember the first heat bag show, bro. We did it at a place that's right across the street from uh, the University of Winnipeg. It was a bar called uh, Salsa Bar. Oh and, shit, that's uh, definitely not there anymore. Oh no, it's uh, I think it's <laughs> I think it's where the, no, I think it's where the sushi place. Oh, or, there, okay, or yeah, maybe yeah, where yeah. Bon Mi King is, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but we did a show there, man, and uh, it was so crazy. We had gangsters from everywhere, really, everywhere. We had, we had, 
dudes from the West End, dude from the East Side, dude from the North Side, dude from Central, like four or five gangs in the same, and it was all love. I was gonna say, was that ever an issue, or is it just the music and then they? they... Oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, shit would happen. Nothing serious, like mm-hmm. fights would break out or whatever. But like, you know, it was just, it was just, it, it yeah, was yeah, normal. Yeah. It was normal. This sounds so similar. Not well, not similar, just because, but like. NWA, infamous before you're famous, you know, like a little, <clears throat> a little less, a little less intense. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like yeah. it's it's the shit that happens on the side that fuels the music. The streets, and, you know, the streets made us. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Yeah, those hustlers mm-hmm. and 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 those those street cats that were that were fucking with our music then, they are the reason that we were able to do what we were able to do, because our name rang. Yeah. Oh yeah. Our name was known already. They were. There, shout out to Big Bear too from Deep Cave. He he used to put us on shows. He barely knew who the fuck we were. He just like, dude, everybody from the North Side or everybody from the West Side or everybody from Central mm-hmm. keeps playing, playing this shit. And he's like, I don't know. So he just started putting us on shows. And we probably played like fuck, three hundred shows before we ever made a dime. Jeez. Yeah. Just, just slowly building that name. Just we just wanted to rap. Yeah. We just, didn't need the money. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It, uh, we weren't doing it. We were doing it because it was fun. It was, yeah. It was, it was almost like. A release and then like a vacation from the fucking stress of, That's of, true. of yeah, hustling yeah, yeah. and doing illegal shit. You didn't have to answer your phone. You didn't have to meet up with someone. You were just, let's do it. Let's put on an hour show. We can relax. Yeah. yeah. That's, and and that's you just cool. drink with the homies. I've never heard it put that way. That's a cool way to look at music. It was, it, it, especially it's if you like have almost, something. Almost an escape. Oh, like it's, it's, it's like for me, even still, like I got, you know, I got two businesses. I got, uh, I got a son who's seven. I got, um, you know, just life. Yeah, well, yeah. When I can find the time to get into the studio, I, I'm, I'm pretty like I'm pretty at peace there. That's um, awesome. It's it's really nice to stay away. I wish I could. <laughs> I wish I could call this release, but this is just fun for me to have people over and shoot the shit and drink beers, right? Yeah. Like, that's just that's just fun for me, right? Yeah. Um, you gotta be a little selfish. For me. I, I do enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, plus, I get to meet fun guests like you, man. I get to hear people getting knocked out and then doing shows, man. I know. I feel uh, like we gotta change the line of questioning. Because I feel like people are going to listen to this and be like, holy fuck. And I'm really not like that. <laughs> even even back when I was like that, I was always... I was Softer the, the two? I was, yeah, dude. I was, I was definitely... Oh, that's funny. I'm definitely not like a big, a big fighter. I'm down to go if you want to go. But uh, I was just, I was just like, I was like the money making dude. I just love making money. That's why I was in the streets. Because I love making money. Everyone has that guy in the group. Yeah. There's the, there's the muscle and then there's a little bit of the back end brain. So. Well... I wasn't even that. I, I was. Let's just say I was. I was just. I had. I possessed a few skills <laughs> that allowed me to turn one into two, and uh, people like when that happens. And now you're a business owner. So congratulations, yeah. sir. Yeah. Um, so when you first met them, and then he's like, uh, he's like, hey, do you want to hop on a track and stuff? Was that? Did you know then that that could have been potential, or was it something more? Just was that just a small like, oh yeah, let's just make a song, see what happens. I think we we became such fast friends. Um, I didn't really think it was just like they they just befriended me. They mm-hmm. just and, and I think at that time, I was looking for I had I had friends. You know, I was always pretty popular, but um, I, I don't think I had a real real connection with anybody. And I'm an only child, so mm-hmm. especially with like me and Billy John C. Uh, and, and Richard and Brian, who's Bubbles, all these people, they were like they were brothers to me. They became mm-hmm. absolute bros like I didn't have brothers that's so crazy. they became my brothers um, they still are to this day mm-hmm. so I think that's that was more of the 
that was more of like what we just that's really, yeah okay I see what we're, we're homies yeah, yeah. like we're homies and we all make music yeah and, and, music. and why not do it together right exactly um so then when when so due to hanging out when does Brooklyn come in so Brooklyn Brooklyn's making noise uh, he's doing stuff with Boogie and I, I actually did a song way back a song called Fade Away with, with YK in Boogie's Boogie's mom's basement still a banger actually <laughs> it's still a banger made that and um, he was playing me he was playing me some Brooklyn stuff and I was like yo this guy's fucking dope and then we did a show when I was fresh out before Winnipeg's most I got out I got out in I can't remember when I got out but I was still in the halfway house and we did a show in March because I remember it was called March of the Goonies and um oh excuse me that's okay and um it was it was Heatbag Records uh YK which was CTL mm-hmm. and it oh, was yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Uh, and it was Westbrook uh, West, <clears throat> Westbrook Records which was um kind of Boogie was kind of with both yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was like Brooklyn and his boys we did that show and then Brooklyn just started coming over to John C's house and we just made like these dope songs like if you can ever go find them there's a song called Poor Daddy it's such a good song uh yeah oh my god it's such a good song we made a few songs like that called uh, it's called Poor Daddy uh, Brooklyn I don't know if you could I don't know if it's still on there oh yeah there it is right at the top oh yeah oh, wow yeah it's probably still got yeah it's off Rolling Stone that's right Jeez. Poor Daddy on the corner with his hands <laughs> it's so I don't even think I'm on that song no I'm not I'm not on that song can but, I throw it up? I'm gonna throw it on after this. Yeah, it was, oh, there's tons of shit here for you. Oh, dude, man! If you find, if you find, and if you can find that, I have that album right there. That Rolling Stone, Heat Bag on the Rise. That shit was so fire. Um, but he just he he made those. He made a bunch. Of, like if you look, he's not even on that cover, because on that cover, it's uh, it's it's Doug D on the left top, me in the middle giving the finger. <laughs> the guy in the white mask is a dude named Clint. Uh, John C's in the bottom left. Bubs is in the middle, and then Eddie Buck is is underneath the homie in the mask, and that was kind of the. There was more to it, but th- that, that was, those were the people that were really um, making music with us at the time. And there's a song on there called "Private Calls." That's so fire. That's a really good project. <laughs> you remembered all these. I'm just like I'm back. seeing that. I'm like, Holy shit! But he just kind of came in. And he we just, we just started being collaborators. Like he he didn't want to really mm-hmm. join. He he had his own thing, mm-hmm. and Brooklyn was an alpha, so he wasn't trying to become heat bag he, yeah he was just thing and then we all just became heat bag yeah because his, his boys kind of started falling out like he he was the one that was taking it seriously yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. and whatever um and then and then when we started recording this is a, this is a crazy story and we started rec- when, when we started recording the first winnipeg's most album which was before we actually recorded the album before we re- put out the the mixtape because mm-hmm. stomp was doing all that and he was very planned out he's very very thought, very forward thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you listen to the first song on the first record, it says Winnipeg's most is Charlie Feta, John C. Stomp, and J Mac. Uh, and then, about halfway through the, the project, Brooklyn, rightfully so, was like, "What the fuck are you guys doing?" He's like, "Why the fuck am I not on this shit?" Yeah. And I was like, I kind of just looked at John C. and I was like, "Yeah, like <laughs> why the fuck isn't he?" Because he's fire. His hooks are insane. Like, yeah. Like that, and that was the thing that was really missing. The thing that made us so fucking dope was it was everything. It was like John C was like the street. The streets just loved John C. Mm-hmm. He was, he, 
might not have been the best lyricist, but he had power in his words. Mm-hmm. And whereas I was a lyricist, that was yeah. what, that was what I did. And then Brooklyn had these, these melodic hooks, and he was also a lyricist. So it was like the last little missing piece, and that's kind of how it happened. Again, that, I heard that perfect storm, right? And shout out to Brooklyn for actually just being like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what are you guys doing? Bullying you guys. Like, we were just in one studio session the next day, and then we're like at this like other studio nice. session. And he's like, what, you guys don't want me in the group? And I remember talking to Billy and being like, yo, are we, are, like, because if we do this, mm-hmm. you know, we got to make sure that we're, we're doing it. And and I remember, I remember Stomp heard one song that we all did together and he was like, yeah, we're doing like, this. Yeah, we're doing this. So, and it, and it was just a better kind of thing, a trio. Oh, yeah. And that's just how it works. Because like, even like when I look at treat like bands, shit, even other podcasts, I'm like, when, it, when there's more than one person, that's three people doing networking. That's three people selling tickets. That's three yeah. people bringing people to shows. It's yeah. three inputs, right? 33% each is yeah. on the song, right? Was there a definitive moment when you're like, we're Winnipeg's most? Stomp came up with the name. Okay. I, we didn't have a name. Um, That's always tough. That's got to be tough. Like, Stomp? Well, so the thing, I can't remember the exact thing. I mean, we were smoking a lot of weed back then. Um, <laughs> it was it was, it was, was ago. It was fun. It was fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, Stomp. Oh yeah, Stomp comes. We're, we're about halfway through recording. You want that other drink? Yeah, sure. We're about halfway through recording, and... He comes to this. He comes to this to the house because we recorded that whole first album in my dining room. I love that. Oh, we we pimped it out though. Like I I like built a booth. I, I did a bunch of stuff to it. It was super dope. Anyways, and he comes and he goes, Winnipeg's most. That's what he says. <laughs> Just and, like a crazy person. And, 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 and I'm sitting there saying, continue. <laughs> and he goes, Winnipeg's most. And then John C's like, Winnipeg's most what? And he goes. That's it. Exactly. And he's like, that's exactly it. He's like, you're going to want to say most wanted, right? Mm-hmm. And we're like, why don't we do this? He's like, no, 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 no. Don't do that. There's already Compton's most wanted. The most wanted has been done. He goes, Winnipeg's mm-hmm. most. And, it, and it, it took me a day or two, and I'm like, dude, I don't know if I like it. I don't know if I like it. And he's like, and then I woke up, and I told, I can't remember what I told. I told this someone, and they were like, fuck yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, they're in, yeah. They're like, that's a hook. And I was like, okay, cool, we're in. Did you ever think of it like Winnipeg's most as in like, what it looked like on a t-shirt on a billboard not like it's just stomp stomp did stomp did all of those sorry hold yeah on, do, do what you gotta do do what you gotta do uh, this beer's good it's good right i love who did the artwork for this you said you, you did the person did the art uh yeah matthias matthias crazy art shout out to matthias 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 radic she is Raddick. such a fucking sweetheart too yeah that's her name right there Oh, okay, I see, okay. She is such a fucking sweetheart. I'll show you the artwork she did for me. Uh, it's for the new album. Excellent. Um, what were we talking about? Uh, the name would have Oh, no, Stomp did the logo. That logo's so fire. Uh, that logo is like, it's incredible uh, how dope it is. Um, yeah, hold on, I just gotta do something here. Yeah, absolutely. My, yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone's asking me a question. Uh, yeah, I'll take a here in 40 minutes and I can edit this out. Don't yeah, okay, cool. See if this the is power of having to do it yourself podcast, you can literally fucking do it every moment. Yeah, I think it's <laughs> my kid's grand, grandpa. No problem. Wants to pick him up. Hey, Fred. Hey, uh, yeah, Rivers at uh, Rivers at my place with my mom. Okay. Uh, one four three Lansdowne. Yeah, and I'll and I'll and I'll and I'll text you her number right now. It's just just it's ten we're tender, Tenderloin Street. 
Uh, it's, it's the same street as Tenderland and Superboys, but I'm on the same side as Courtney. Yeah. Okay, I'll text you my mom's number right now. Come on. Had a feeling that's who it was. <laughs> you know this guy True Heads Live is? Do you know who that is? It sounds familiar. Interview show, like kind of like a podcast in a city here. I just saw you had Max wins on and you just posted a picture of white face, so I'm just wondering who this guy is. No, I have no idea. Fucking coming up. Oh, you know what? I've seen it though. I've seen it. I've seen it too. Let's taste this fucking beer. Bro, it's tasty. Dude. For seven and a half, man? This is delicious. Okay, what brand is is it? It's pineapple nonsuch? It's from nonsuch. It's called uh, Pineapple Pineapple Pete. Pete. Pineapple Pete. Oh yeah, so Stomp came up with the logo. Yeah. Um and, and, and I met, I met cause Stomp, uh, Tom, his name's Tom Cryer. Um, Stomp and Tom. Stomp, Stomp and Tom. <laughs> um, he, he's a graphic designer by trade. Nice. Um, so he, it was so he good. He was already good at it then, yeah. He was a producer and a graphic designer, so he held, he handled so much of the back end stuff that we nice. never had to work. He, the, the, the coolest thing about that, about Winnipeg's most for me, now that I'm independent mm-hmm. and solo again, is the amount of work I didn't have to do. True. I didn't yeah, have yeah, to yeah. do, I just had to write. Yeah. And that's what that's all Stomp wanted me to do. Stomp's like, don't, I don't want you thinking of this shit. I want you writing. I want you rapping. I 100% want you hundred percent to your to your. That's form. that's yeah. that, that's what I do. Yeah, that's what I do well. He's like, I do all this other stuff well. Yeah. let me handle this. Well, it's like even Tia, my girlfriend, she's the one that does all like the images and stuff for all this. It's like you know if, how unbelievably fucked I would be if I didn't have someone. You don't want to do it too. Like, you, don't, shit you, don't, you don't really want to do it, I though. You don't, really... I don't have the vision for it. I don't yeah. have the skills for it. Yeah. I will talk, and I will edit the video. Shitty. I'll put an intro, and then yeah. YouTube, right? But yeah. that's fine. There's no way I'm going to be able to do that. <laughs> <laughs> this is, even this is difficult sometimes. <laughs> so when did... Okay, so you got Winnipeg's Most. You yeah. guys are a group now. You're a trio. Was there a, a moment for you guys when you're like, we're big? This is this is like after after this um, is big time now. yeah after the first record came out and all that I know and then after that awards after the APCMA awards, awards was the big one yeah that was that was when um, we were getting mobbed we, we were we were going to northern communities and um, we were getting mobbed like, like we were getting paid exorbitant amounts of money um, to do what we love to do and um, it it went. Especially, I, I can only spoke, speak for me. Uh-huh. Um, it definitely, like, come the second album and all that shit, and, like, the breakup and everything, uh, it just went to our head. Yeah. You can't have three alpha males in, in a box True, for, yeah, for, yeah, for, yeah. for longer than a few months. Hey, man, every professional band goes through that, man. Like, it's, it's tough, but here's the thing. When you're in a rap group, you have three front men. True, yeah, it's not like a drummer, bassist, guitar, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I want the limelight, you want the limelight, he wants the limelight. And we're young, and we're making money. Yeah. And and, and and I always say this, like, you know, like, not to be condescending, but it's like, when you're young, and you've got a pocket full of money, and girls want you, it's super, super easy to just fall into the trappings that that shit brings. A hundred percent. Like, oh, fell into that booze. Oh, yeah, fell yeah, into that. Yeah. You know, like, it's just like you just you fall into things regardless if you mean to or not. And especially when you're financially able to. Oh, I, we, go to I go to the bar, I spend 20 bucks, I'm like, shit, I gotta, like, I gotta put gas in my car. Oh my god, dude. If you guys were even paying for drinks, I'd be shocked. Oh, yeah, no, we, we were buying we were buying <laughs> at the bar. That's what I mean. We were, and like, we were buying drinks for everybody. I remember, like, getting a bill and <clears throat> we were splitting it. 
you know, there was four of us, mm-hmm. and my quarter of that bill was like eleven hundred. Like he's like, I don't know. He's like, give me eleven. I'm like, what? I'm like, the whole bill's eleven. He's like, no, 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 no. Your, whole your share, your share of the bill is eleven. <laughs> Dude, that made me throw up, man. I was, <laughs> but we were making. But the thing is. If we, if we were getting paid ten grand for the show, you take you take ten percent of that off for the agent, mm-hmm. so you're getting nine. You're splitting that three ways, maybe plus the DJ. So you're getting three a weekend, r- probably right? Two a, a weekend. Oh, jeez. So I'm probably getting six grand a weekend, and I'm getting merch money, which Shit, merch yeah. money's doubling. Yeah. I'm so oh, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. If I'm making, if we're making ten thousand for the show, mm-hmm. and it's a big show, we're probably selling twelve thousand merch. That's right here. That's right here. Everyone makes their money. Comics. That's it. It's Everyone is merch. Merch. Especially now. Because your turnover. So like, what the shirt costs you four dollars to make, and you sell it for thirty bucks. At the time, we were paying uh, seven seven dollars and forty cents printed and delivered, and uh, and uh, uh, yeah, we were selling them for twenty bucks probably. Like thirty bucks. Yeah. See, that's just the, the turnover is just insane for that. It blows my mind, man. Um, plus, then you probably just go and sell it yourself too, right? Yeah, like we, we, man, we, man, we had so many people around us that wanted to help. And yeah, wanted to help, and like, I mean, we we paid for their thing, and that was the thing is like we paid them like a wage for the time mm-hmm. that they were working. Yeah, yeah. And then just pay for everything for the tour, like you know, like if you came, if you yeah. say it was you, I'd be like, all right, you're working the show, you're working, yeah. you're working at the show every night four hours. Yeah. Give you another hour for pack up and folding prior. Yeah. Uh, so I'm paying you five hours a night. I'm probably going to throw you 20 bucks an hour. Sweet. And then I'm going to pay for your entire trip, though. You're not paying for food. You're not paying Sick. for booze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'm not there, you're going to pay for your own booze. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. when I go to get drinks or drinks are ordered, yeah. everybody in our circle gets When food is ordered, everybody's... When, yeah, When right. hotels are booked, everybody's taken care of. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, it, would, it was just crazy to be that financially free. So it's not even like that person was making a lot of money. It's just that they're not spending a lot either, right? Exactly. Right. That's exactly. cool. Exactly. So... Well, uh, give me give me one story like of a of give me your best night as what is pegged most your favorite show best night best memory and then give me the worst one. Favorite show, I would say. Huh. Okay, I'll go best night, best show. I'll go Canada Day or no 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 sorry. Whew. Um. Fuck Canada today. <laughs> um, uh, Aboriginal Day, Indigenous Day. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, we played at the Forks. Nice. Uh, I had, I think, I think we still maybe have the record for the biggest crowd. There's a picture that I was trying to dig up yesterday that I, I can't find. It's huge. It is. Hu- it's it's <laughs> it's on. It's, there's actually a video of it. <laughs> if you put APTN Aboriginal Day Winnipeg's most. WTP. Just put Winnipeg's most. Aboriginal Day Winnipeg's most. Oh, Aboriginal. Yeah. Yeah, it'll show up when it takes most. Oh yeah, there it is. That first one right this there. This is it right yeah. here. Yeah. The crowd. Bro, look at the crowd. Like pull it out. Like okay, but fast forward oh, more sh- fast forward way more to when it gets darker. Keep going. Oh, okay. Cause right there it's light. Go over about there. Yeah. Go about right there. It was huge. It was huge. There's more people here than there were at the Trues when I went. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, Joe Brooklyn was on. He Brooklyn had a bad day that day. 
right there. Oh my god, dude. There's look people in the shit. skate park. Yeah, dude. It was crazy, Holy bro. Holy hell. And look at John C's point out some dude to get punched out right there. Yeah. <laughs> That's unbelievable, dude. That's so awesome. That was I would say that's probably my, my my best memory just because it was a hometown crowd and I remember oh, getting man, chased funny. out with the go-kart, like with the golf cart. Yeah. I remember just people like it was just so fucking crazy. You know what's a fucked up story about that? You know Goody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's blowing up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blink 182. Goody. Banging actresses. I know. <laughs> fucking Kate Beckinsale. What the fuck? Do you know dude? what's crazy? Do you know what's even more insane? I just jerked off to her, dude. Like, fuck, dude. I knew she was famous because everyone's making a big deal because, like, she's with MGK first and then someone else. She was with first. MGK? She's with MGK now. No. I think. No, that's yep. Megan Fox. Oh, but I swear Kate Beckinsale had a, Kate Beckinsale a, go, with, the older... a go at MGK. Ooh. I swear. I swear. She got, a, she got a type. Well, I was like, does she hate herself or something? Like, she can get anyone and she's like, yeah, she got a emo teens, like, whatever. So, I just watched Underworld for the first time. <sighs> and I'm like, Ex excuse me, yeah, I'm, no one Goody. else is around. I'm like, that's, yeah, that? That's Goody's girlfriend. And I instantly text my buddy, I'm like, fuck Goody, like, I hate this, this makes me mad now, I'm he, mad now. <laughs> he, was, he, was, he, was, he was just rapping at the time and he was buying features from me that day. I met him in the, in the I met him with his mom, because his mom used to work with, um, my kid's grandma, my oh. kid's Kukum used to work at the casino in South Beach. Oh, okay. And Goody's mom worked out there. No, no way. So she knew him through that, and uh, he was actually there, and he was buying features off me in that hotel that night. Unreal. And now I'm real. He's he's such a good kid. I love him. I love him to death. He's he's super great. And I he, would kill to have him on this show if he comes to Winnipeg, man. He, you know what? He's 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 probably like I wouldn't say easy to get but he's easier got, than you think he, he's got management I would I, I, I mean I don't I, would, I wouldn't think it's impossible yeah, yeah, yeah it would yeah. definitely be a timing thing I think when he comes home though do you the only thing that I think press I, the I don't think he, weeks, he would yeah. want to do press which might be the only thing that would stop him from doing it if I guess, I, I'm always so bad for like it's just an email what's he going to say no yeah, I'm no, in the cares. same spot I am now right yeah, I'm just cares. so I just ugh. but he's banging pig Kate Beckinsale. <laughs> Off mic. I'm like, Kate, look, tell me about him. <laughs> like, How I'm is not it? recording. <laughs> Please, like, for the people at home, details, man. <laughs> for nah, all nah, the people at home. You can't be kissing and telling, man. You can't be kissing and telling. I would have pretty hard time not to, though. Yeah. I mean, like, imagine, imagine. Just... If you're from Selkirk, Manitoba, and end up dating the woman from Underworld? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Life's crazy. I would text my buddies and say, guys, you'll never get what. <laughs> uh, worst night. Oh, man. Um... Worst night you can tell they'll get in trouble. <laughs> oh no, man! I, I'm just, I, I, I'm just kidding. No one, no one ever got killed. No one ever got, uh, you know. Um, just I a bad show. It doesn't have to be not fun. I, I can't. Just, you know, I can't remember the. Sh I can't remember what. You know what? I'll, I'll actually, you know, I know what show it was because it was it was the beginning of the end of Winnipeg's most. We were doing a show in uh, in Edmonton. Mm -hmm. It was a packed out show. Super fun. Stomp and J Mac came out because they're from they're from out there. They're from Hobima, and. Um, it was just a bad, it was a bad vibe. Um, myself and Brooklyn and John C were just not getting along that day. Uh, was it just tensions? Was it just kind of bills, 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 bills? Until yeah, like, yeah. Right? It was, it, it was, it was, it was a lot of tension, and I just could tell. This was before we did Goodfellas, even mm -hmm. um, the second album. But I could just tell. I remember having a conversation with Stomp, um, and he's like, "I'm done. So I'm done with you guys." And I was like, "Okay." You know, the young, egotistical mm -hmm. me is like, well, cool, fuck you we'll too. Find we'll find, another we'll find one, right? somebody else. Yeah. But, but we ended up sorting it out, and we ended up making the follow-up record, which I'm really happy about. 
but yeah, that, that show in Edmonton, man, it was it was um, it was it was an okay show. Um, but I just the argument that took place before the show, and then we did the show, and then usually we would argue before a show, and then mm-hmm. the energy of the show was so fun that we would forget about the argument after yeah, the yeah, show. Yeah. That show didn't do that. Oh, that show compounded that anger. Um, I was always a very. I'm really. It's really important to me that my stage show is top notch, mm-hmm. um, and I mean it's no secret Brooklyn had um, some substance. We all did. I shouldn't just say him. Yeah. We all had substance abuse issues. Mine was mine was alcohol. Mm-hmm. Uh, his his happened to be you know whatever. Yeah. And um, and it was just affecting him that night, and I got really mad at him because it was a really sloppy performance, mm-hmm. and I, I believe I said something along the lines of I'm fucking sick of carrying you. And it wasn't like that. I shouldn't have said that to him because the, the 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 performance. If you ever go back and watch the performance of him and I on the APTN when we played performed in those mm-hmm. Jets jerseys, our chemistry on stage was incredible. Yeah. And it was just that that's the energy that was there. I said something I shouldn't have said, and, and even though he was fucked up and I was fucked up, I saw in his eyes. He said, "Fuck you." Dude. Yeah, you. Yeah, you mean you're carrying yeah. me? Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like I'm fucked up right now, whatever. And I love him. You know what I mean? I, I still do. You know, rest in peace. But um, that was probably like the worst, just because I knew. We still had another year ahead of us, but I just, you just, I, I'm pretty good at reading a room. I'm pretty good at reading the yeah, energy in a relationship yeah. when something changes. Oh, but yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, and yeah, And yeah. I just, I felt it that night. That I sucks, felt it that man. night. That was, that, was, that was probably the worst show. Yeah. That's a real sure. bummer. Yeah. Do you think Winnipeg's Most would have worked in 2020? Like, let's say you just started Winnipeg's Most. Do you think it? Do you think it would have caught the steam it would have? Or do you think it was the perfect year? Perfect, no. No. It would have, it would. No. Ah. We can, with with Brooklyn and John C. Like I'm Métis, Brooklyn. Uh, Brooklyn was Métis, and uh, and John C. was was Treaty and Stomp Stomp and um, Stomp and J Mac are both Indigenous, uh, and John C.'s Indigenous mm-hmm. and whatever. We kicked the doors open for a lot of Indigenous hip hop. Yeah. Um, well, look so, at all those awards you won, though. You right. So I don't know. I don't know. I I, I don't, don't want to say no because I, I I feel pretty confident. Like, yeah. The, the chemistry was there. Um. But it's I, just hard to, hard to top that perfect score. I'd probably say no. I'd yeah. probably say no. I don't think we make the impact. You know, I mean, the world's the world's so ADHD now, and, and we were we were pre, we were pre, Twitter, Instagram, True. YouTube. Yeah, yeah, like YouTube yeah. was just just starting to gain steam when we were putting stuff out. So. And plus, still like those some of those views I saw today were like four hundred eighty-five thousand views. That all, all that just, I know, all that I know's got uh, all that I know's got almost five million right now. And we got the first million in like the first. Six months or something. That's like that. insane. I'm, I'm I think our total like, views are, I want to say, like fifty million. That's like if, if I went like, dude, Ooh. Psycho, Psycho's got. If you log into that account, you can see it. But I don't know. Even well, yeah, but then here's the thing: there's 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 people that have songs of ours up, mm, like Bang like, Bang, that's yeah, like got yeah. like a million and a half on, on a some on, on some channel. Account, that, right? Yeah, yeah. And we never we never took them down. Like, we would get. We would get warnings from like Google and stuff like that. They're like, "Hey, like someone's got your shit." We're like, "Yeah, whatever." Eyes on us. Like they're, yeah. they're buying the tickets to our show, right? Yeah. Like we didn't care, and that was before Google AdSense. True. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. What were we losing? Now you can take them to court and get even more money for the yeah, views. Right? <laughs> I, I, I hate that shit. Yeah, it's. I hate that shit. I hate. That. I hate. I hate all the politics of the game. Absolutely. Um, shit, I had one other question. Uh, I almost kind of feel like not that it wouldn't have worked today, but I think with with social media, I think it could have definitely helped. Yep. But also just again, you can't defeat that perfect storm of It was it was it was it was meant to be at that time and um, now 
like when I make my new music and and and, and, and like my relationship mm-hmm. now with fourth quarter and the guys at three peed and, and all that um I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be the artist that I am making the music that I'm making right now had I not done all that absolutely and, and you know it's cliche to say but um it's really taught me to appreciate the wins like now now when I put up music I don't you know I don't get a ton of views I also don't use like the heat bag channel I don't I don't really mm. I'm, a, I'm a pretty terrible promoter um, in that I'm a pretty bad self promoter but um, I, I'm, I feel so strongly about music I always have and I feel like with Winnipeg's most and this is no shade uh, with Winnipeg's most I like bang bang that song that we were playing mm. on that video I fuck hate that song there's there's about four or five Winnipeg's most songs that I fucking hate that I fucking hated when we recorded them yeah Brooklyn Brooklyn played that beat that bang bang shit with blue on the hook I said fuck you I mean who the fuck do you think just I just got mad oh I did I did cause I'm a fucking lyricist yeah I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm a fucking I come from a battle rap background yeah absolutely I'm like you want me to fucking sing about this shit you want me to rap about this shit and he he looked at me and he goes I'll never forget it he goes Brooklyn in true Brooklyn sense yo it's gonna pay your bills <laughs> like, fuck out of here some shit and I was like okay did you know he was right though yeah deep down you're like god damn it I have no argument I here I fucking hate that song. but <laughs> but like I said uh, I have actually I've refused I haven't performed it for seven years I refuse to oh. refuse I had a promoter when I did a northern show Offered me five hundred extra dollars to perform. I said no. He's like, I'll give you a thousand. I was like, nope, I'm Jeez, not fucking doing it. That's like, crazy. It brings up bad shit for me. Yeah, that's fair. Um, the video was full. I was, I was in, I was in a relationship mm-hmm. um, with you know the mother of my child, who I still hold very dear, and there's still a lot of love with us, and and um, you know she's someone that I love and respect. And I remember doing that video, and there was a whole bunch of girls in the video because the song, right? Yeah, and, yeah, and I remember yeah. she got really upset, and rightfully so. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't that I did the video. She's like, you kind of just didn't tell me about it. And I was like, I was just, it was one of those points where I was like, man, she could have put a bad taste in my mouth. And, mm-hmm. and whatever, like, it was just kind of a degrading video, I think, a little bit. And, and just, I don't know, man. It was just, fuck. That's what you do when you're young and you're making money, though, right? Like, let's get, let's get girls. Because that's, yeah. cause, again, that's what you see the well, famous there was, people There was right? no shortage of girls trying to sign up for that video. I'll just go ahead and say that. Uh, we got a casting call. We're going to need 500 of you guys. Dude, we put, we put a thing on Facebook. I think we got, like, 600 messages. Oh. Yeah, And it was so bad. It felt so weird, like, weeding I mean, through. I mean, darn yeah. it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> shit. Yeah, it Too felt many. so bad just, like, weeding. I don't know. It was, weird. I, it, was, it was just a weird, weird thing. Like, I, I've just I, gone through. I've gone through so much change in the past. That's what you mean, yeah. Especially the past four years, I'd say that I've just matured and 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 and, and really um, taken a little bit more responsibility for my words mm-hmm. um, and trying to come to terms with like the things that I did in the past and and, and 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 the moves that I made and 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 the people that I hurt and the people that uh, maybe were hurt unintentionally. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember I used to get asked all the time, like, uh, "How does it feel to be a, a, a role model?" Uh, to uh, to young 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 people and young mm-hmm. Aboriginal and Indigenous people and and all this shit and I was like I'm not a fucking role model I used to get mad I wouldn't say that but I was like oh, I don't really feel like that mm-hmm. um, and now like I used to refuse like they used to want us to we'd go up to some communities and in some cities even and they'd be like yo you guys want to come um, and talk to the kids about like substance abuse and, and, and drugs and alcohol and I'm like no 
No, because I'm... I just finished smoking two joints. I've been drinking since noon. Who the fuck am I to tell you not to do that shit, right? And I didn't like that. And I remember from, from a really, really young... Like, young in my career, mm -hmm. I didn't like that. Mm -hmm. I really didn't like that. And now, um, having a son... Um, listening to this to, to the to the music that I made and mm -hmm. put out um, I'm proud that it affected people in a positive way and I'm proud that I was able to contribute to people's lives mm -hmm. in that way but there's a lot of things that now um, I'm way more careful about and I'm way more aware of and um, I, I, I try to try to use uh, my voice in, 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 in a way that I can be proud of to mm -hmm. someone absolutely because once yeah. you put something out it's out it well Shit, yeah, I, but trust me, I know what you mean. Exactly, right? <laughs> like you put in a podcast, you're like, ah, oh, fuck. Well, okay, after, after many, many minutes of almost punching my fist through the, <laughs> my fucking MacBook. We like, it, a MacBook and a car are very similar in the sense that you spend way too much money on it and all they do is fuck you. <laughs> Sorry, you're drinking that. <laughs> I will spit that shit right over your fucking MacBook. Dude, spit take out of it a great, a great oh, Instagram dude. clip. Cool, fuck. <laughs> Okay, so we completely lost track of where we were too. Um, I want you to tell me about this coffee shop. Okay. Because I don't want to, I'm not a coffee snob, yep. but fuck do I love coffee. Yep. So when did you when did you own it? When did you buy it? How did you come across uh, it? Well, tell my, me everything. My business partner, uh, Abby, um, oh, Jesus Christ, this beer's look good, <laughs> it's burpy. Um, so I was, it, it was a coffee shop right across, um, right by my studio. So I was, I, I was going there forever. And I just ended up really befriending. So it was Gary Street Coffee? Gary Street Coffee. Um, I just ended up befriending. Like, we became good friends. Like, me and Abby just became really good friends. Look at that review, boy. 4.8. What's Gucci? There it is. 33 Four. Google reviews. Good for you. Oh, yeah. We got good ones, too. Look at that. This, this is by far, far the coolest yeah. place in the neighborhood. Great friendly. <laughs> I, we don't know who did that. Look at this. Look at this one. Best coffee and best staff. Hey. Yeah, I just want to let you know we don't have staff. Owner operator. <laughs> Me and Abby owner operator. Nice, yeah. dude. Uh, man, it was just, it's just like a really cool spot. It's a really cool spot. You're across the Garrick? Yeah, right across from the Garrick. Burrow. Uh, yeah, right I was there. literally walking by like, when the. That's, that's that's me right there. When the rally. Yep. I walked past it. Shit, I should have got a coffee. Uh, we probably weren't open. Yeah. Well, I think I saw you were at Friday nights until 8, I think, or something. Yeah. I've maybe seen you at Friday nights. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's just a great spot, man. It's just something really, really cool. Next me time I'm downtown, me and I'm Steve, getting a coffee. Me and Steve go there quite often. Unbelievable. That's so cool, man. Yeah, it's great, man. It's super, super dope. Hell yeah. Abby taught me how to make so, a good cup of coffee. So you just kept going there, and then you're just like, hey, I'm going to buy this from you? He, no, no. He, he was having some issues with his old partners, and we were just really good friends. And I was just sitting there, and I was like, yo, um, you know, what does it cost to get into the, to the coffee game? And he gave me a number, and I thought about it for a couple weeks, and then I just kind of came in with an envelope. And I check, and I was just like, oh. you know, and uh, that's pretty much it. Shit, yeah, dude, <laughs> that's, that's sick. That's pretty much to it. To me, that and like owning a gas station are like the goal careers. And hear me out, because <laughs> the gas station sounds like shit. But listen, you're there nine to nine, yeah. or say nine to five, and you have your friend is yeah. the evening guy, right? Yeah. Or your friend's son is the evening guy. Yep. You deal with the same forty-five people, and that's it. I know everybody that comes to my shop. And if it's dead, guess what you're doing? You're either cleaning. Guess what? When you've cleaned, you're playing on your phone. <laughs> oh, it's 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 
It's fucking awesome. I fucking love it. It must be. Like, to me, owning a coffee shop is, that's it. Like, that's the career, man. Like, it's, you don't do it to get rich. <laughs> Let me tell you that. And, 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 <laughs> I, and I believe that. Because, listen, there's a, engineering doesn't make you rich either, apparently. But I just think it, it's fun. Yeah, it, it is. I have, I, have a, I have a great time, man. I like. I love customers. Especially now that we've been kind of reopened from COVID and shit. Um, bringing my boy there and he just hangs out with my boy loves being at the coffee shop and we're so small and it's like an intimate space and and we play loud rap music and and nobody like it's weird it's like we're, we're like no other place we're not that's amazing i love parlor i love little sister mm-hmm. um you know shout out to them um they're just a little cleaner old-fashioned yeah they're just like they're not cleaner in the sense of like dirt just a little just, tighter. we're just we're a little grittier yeah we're I like, like a, that we're, we're a little bit like sometimes we don't have a, a certain size cup and it's like yeah whatever you can't get it like, we, we don't care <laughs> sometimes we're supposed to open at 8 o'clock but we don't open until 9.30 I don't what? care I was drinking last night we're opening at 9 today we don't give a fuck <laughs> you know and I think people really respect that and I think people um, it's really cool to be able to cultivate a space like that and Abby is one of my best most dearest friends and um, he's just a great host and mm-hmm. he's taught me a lot about just being selfless with people when they come into your space um, which is something that I've really learned. What it sounds a lot like is like, and again, when I shop local and right, I, I buy Friday nights or, you know, whatever, I'm not doing it because I like the clothing. I do, obviously, or I like your coffee. I'm doing it because I like you. Yeah, that's what we do. You know what I mean? I'm going to come get coffee now whenever I'm downtown or whenever I can because I like you. Yeah. And I want to give you my $4 for that cup of coffee, that's, right? That's, that's, and it's funny, too, because our customers, uh, like, we do have killer coffee. Uh, but our customers also, like, they always say that, too. They're like, you know, um, we're not the only show in town. We're not the only show in the area. You know, mm-hmm. you can go get a cup of coffee a lot of places, and there's, like, no parking, and we're kind of, like, this little hole in the wall. Mm-hmm. But, like, w- people have a tendency to come there and stay and get a ticket because they didn't go pay their parking. And they're like, fuck, I had so much fun. And, and they, don't, they don't even mad. And I'm like, yo, you get a ticket, I'll give you a free coffee next time. He's like, what's well, a $70 ticket? Well, you get a $4 cup of coffee. I don't know what the fuck to tell you. $35 <laughs> coffee. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's, it's been a treat, man. And, and, and honestly, me and Steve, we shot both of the albums, like my newest... My last album, uh, well, I guess, I don't know if that's my last album now. Mm-hmm. My last album, Steven Tyler, uh, we shot outside the coffee shop. Mm-hmm. And then the new the new Steven Tyler 2 album is shot outside the coffee shop, too. So it's like, it's kind of become this, like, and we did the listening party there. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, it's become, like, this hub. And, like, all my friends come through, and, like, I've made, I've made such good friends while, while, while working there. And it's, it's allowed me to um, do something else that's not creative in a sense like mm-hmm. it's still creative like whatever like I'm not trying to take anything away from a barista it's al- it's almost like everything's an escape from something else yeah right? yeah that's it's cool. all about balance and for me um I just kind of always wanted to be like a self-pride like I just wanted to be like my own Your boss. boss yeah I can't absolutely. work for people I tried it um you know I, I worked for power 97 for a little bit and I got fired for having a criminal record mm. um I got I, I've been I've been you know I've been I've been a victim of my own my own past and, mm-hmm. and I'm not placing blame on anything you know I, I did that I own it mm-hmm. uh, but with this I'm able to really really be me in the sense that um, I get to listen to the music that I want to listen to I get to make what I want to make I get to decorate the way I want to decorate yeah Abby, the music you want shit like that like, and that's what we like like people come in there and they're like I'm blasting like 
dude, I was blasting uh, Godfather Dawn the other day. It was like this <laughs> old school, old school New York rapper. Hell and yeah. it's like eight million stories in a city. It's just one. And it's super fucking loud. And like people are like, can I get a latte? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sit down. I'll bring it out to you. I'm just like screaming at them. But yo, it's great, man. And, and like, it's like I said, like the whole area, like me just being in the exchange district, that's where I created all my new music, all my new Steven Tyler music, all my Fettuccine Pharaoh stuff. Um, you know, all of my new, all of my latest music has been created in this like, this like fucking four block area, which I consider like Mecca. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. mean it, and I don't mean any disrespect to, to the real Mecca. I just, I just, I just use it. That's how I can kind of explain that area. That, oh, I got you. Yeah, that yeah. square, that square area in the exchange district is like like to me it's like i got saint like my barber is there uh, friday nights was there and now now i share space with him i was gonna say because you don't work with him but you share an office so right? now we do okay cool. but we're not gonna we're not gonna talk on that too yeah much. that's uh, it me, me and eric have always kind of worked i wouldn't say together like i've never been a like a, you know a, a part of friday night mm -hmm. or a partner of friday nights but we've, we've collaborated on a lot of things and he's one of those people that um, I feel comfortable sharing ideas with because mm -hmm. I know... Um, the vision that kid has, man. Is... <laughs> I, I, and I always know that he respects an idea and that if he does take... And if he takes something that I've kind of helped, or mm -hmm. if we, or if we've created something together, if I've if I've collaborated or if I've offered anything mm -hmm. to that design, he is always very like uh, acknowledge, he acknowledges that and then you know we, we we just made these new hats and, and we got this this new machine coming in and and he's just a really really good dude and like him and pete and me and steve and 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 making steven tyler and working with fourth quarter and like like it's just like i feel like i'm in the, i'm in the, like the second the second half of my career now um you know i was heat bag records winnipeg's most mm -hmm. and now i'm i'm heat bag fourth quarter um Tony's my manager who is the manager of 3P um, Steve, BBS Steve from 3P is one of my best fucking friends mm -hmm. um, the 3P guys are all my homies um, and it's like this new like Steve's getting old like I'm, I'm, I'm older I'm 35 but like it's cool to be able to like hang out with like young people and not feel like the old guy and and they don't feel like the young yeah, guys yeah, yeah, and they, yeah. I don't feel like I'm hanging around with someone that's immature you are holding it together for 35 dude you I'm in like Clooney some girl just said this healthy, to me the other day bro. This girl said this to me the other day. She was like, "I felt good too." Uh, shut up! I'm not gonna give her a name, but um, <laughs> she said, uh, "She said you're getting you're, you're looking better with age." And I was like, "Oh man, thank you. That means a lot." You know, I'm, I'm 35 this year. And she's like, "Yeah." She's like, "I don't care." She's like, "She's like you look better." She showed me a picture. She's like, hey, "We took this picture when you were 23," and I'm just like, "I'm pale." I'm just like, <laughs> "No beard, no beard, I'm, no right? beard." I'm pale. I got like I got like one tattoo. <laughs> I'm just like I just look like I just look kind of like the not put together Winnipeg's most yeah like, yeah yeah you know That's like my funny, hat my dude. hat is just crooked my shirt's three sizes you too got a white beater on or something too oh yeah just some, high tops. yo fuck don't talk shit about no dickies, <laughs> I, st I still I still go to Sergeant Blue Jeans and get I my love shit it, fresh dude. I love it uh, but yeah I just feel like over the last like three three four years man um, you, the, you feel like you've brought it you've got it like a that got it together. I'm getting it together. I'm yeah. getting it together. My, 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 my homie DJ Cutdown, man, he, me, him, and Bubbles did a wicked project called Belly of the Beast. Um, and if you haven't heard, you should go here because it's fucking dope. All um, the links will be in the podcast description where you guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he told me, because he's, I think he's 40 this year, 
And he told me, because I was kind of like, two years ago, I was just kind of like, I was in a really dark place, and I just, I don't know, I didn't feel good about myself, I didn't feel good about where mm -hmm. I was. And um, he, he, he told me, he goes, man, he goes, your 20s are for fucking around. Yeah, absolutely. He goes, he goes, he goes your, your early 30s are for, you know, laying the foundation. 50-50. Yeah, it's 50 And then he's like, he's like, your late 30s, though, your mid and late 30s, like, that's where you're going to make the most money. You're going to save the most money. Yep. He's like, you might not make the most, but you're going to save way more. Mm -hmm. And you're going to have a clearer direction of where you want to go. Absolutely. And now... I feel like um, my dad's told me that hundreds of times. Yeah. You never <laughs> listened to that, though, right? I'll pay hey, 35. Hey, dad, shit, you were right all those years ago. <laughs> it's just like, it's just been like the growth, too, and like just surrounding myself kind of like with good energy that I have complete control over and... Um, you know, like just becoming friends with people like Steve, like Abby, like Anthony, uh, like Eric, Eric and, yeah, yeah. and 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 I know I'm forgetting a bunch of people, the the, the bully mob and Ed Riley and Dill and Egg. I, I noticed that too, even and like all these yeah. people like and, and this is not taken away from any like I still I'm still like Bubs and RJ and my heat bag squad, those guys are never going anywhere. That's my mm -hmm. those are my that's my fucking family. The boys. That's that's like forever, forever yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Like I'll fucking kill a motherfucker, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. literally, I will kill a motherfucker for that. Please don't. I like having I, you around. I don't. I don't want to do it. But um, <laughs> becoming friends with these fourth quarter dudes and then becoming fourth quarter and, and being able to like kind of be the big homie and kind of like be able to like offer my experience in in in, in that in, older brother role. Almost, yeah, yeah, and then, and then they, they call me Unk. You know what I mean? They call me Unk. They call oh. me Unk, Uncle Fats. Oh. Yeah, and, and it's weird because at first I was like, yo, I don't really like it. But I was like, no, it's like a term of endearment. And, it is. Yeah. And they don't look at me as like an old, old, like your uncle's not the old, old motherfucker. Like your, your uncle's like, your uncle, like, oh, I feel like I'm, I'm Uncle, I'm like, I'm Uncle Jesse if I'm any yeah, kind of uncle. Yeah, <laughs> well, literally, like, my, like when I have a kid, you know, probably within the next two years, my brother's going to be uncle and he's three years younger than me. Yeah. It's just, you know it's, just I mean? it's just like, super fire to like be able to have this second wave of my career that's so different from the that's, first wave that is really really cool it's, it's it's been it's been incredible like i wouldn't change shit for the world like i would not i would not change anything i was i was, I was just talking to my homie and my homie jesse and, and him and i always have these super deep conversations and i was saying man like, I, like, I have all these regrets and like as you should right like you mm -hmm. make mistakes totally, totally yeah yeah but i'm like I don't know if I would have, like, if I had the ability to go back, I don't know. Change I, it, yeah. Because I, like, I really, I've learned a lot. Like, I've learned you a lot. You wouldn't be sitting here today, no. the person, the Charlie Fetter you are. No. The Charlie Fetter you are now without all that shit. No. And, I mean, it's, it's super cliche to sound, and, like, I hate saying it. Like, I, you know, every time I do press or I do podcasts, I always bring it back to this. It's, like, funny. I'm, like, that old guy, like, let me tell you something, man. Yeah, yeah, You gotta yeah, enjoy yeah. your youth when it's there. Yeah, yeah. And I always tell these guys, like, enjoy your youth, but, like, just, like, and, and, and sometimes I'll give them advice, and I'm, like, I'm not even telling this for you to do it different. Mm -hmm. I'm just telling it to you. Yeah. I don't want you to do it different. I actually don't want you to take these words and do yeah, anything yeah. differently. I just want you to remember these words. Yeah. A year from now or six months from now or next week mm -hmm. when this blows back on you yeah because then you'll be like yo it, it's like a trust exercise yeah like i'm really not trying to lead you in the wrong direction yeah. and neither are these kids like ed riley um mookie steve egg dill these guys are fucking so talented like uh -huh. the talent that fourth quarter has under one roof is staggering mm -hmm. And you gotta tell me these guys' Instagrams after, because this is I'll, the first I'll, time I'm hearing about fourth quarter. Oh, bro, man, it's 
it's the best. We're the best. Honestly, we're the best. I, you know, shout out, shout out, shout out Miyazway, shout out YSN, Wait, shout out Dumper, YK, yeah, yeah, yeah. shout out them all. Shout out Post War. That's my guy. Oh yeah, yeah. dude, Sh- I love that. Game, shout man. out all of those people. But if you're a rapper and you don't think that your squad's the best, then you're in the wrong you're, fucking game. Dude, my podcast is the best in the world. I, you I, should. I'm, you should. You're like Joe Rogan. Who? Yeah, Fuck dude, you. Yeah, in my head, I had the breath to say Joe Rogan. You, who? you should have Fuck a shirt. You should have a shirt that's that says my, who? That, Joe Rogan who? Ever, try, ever tried what? <laughs> but yeah, man, you know what I mean? I will wrap it up because we're getting along, but... I'm having uh, fun, though. I know, me too. Anybody anybody listening, though, is, is if, if there's anything that I can ever offer to anybody, it's that... Um, because because I use my vocals and my words uh, to, to, to make a career, uh, your words have power, your words have meaning, and your feelings are valued, mm-hmm. and, and, and your opinions are listened to... Re- or they're taken seriously whether you think they're not mm-hmm. um, I used to get mad at being called a role model and, and, and the only person I ever want to be a role model to is my son but I understand that that's definitely the most important absolutely that, that kid saved my life <laughs> uh, multiple times <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like it's just like like we were, like it's. I'll say this to say that the way I was like talking about bang bang and about yeah. like what we were talking about putting things on the internet yeah, yeah, yeah. forever now I'm very very careful and th- not careful because I'm scared mm-hmm. I'm careful because I want to make sure that I'm processing and representing myself and the energy that I'm trying to put into the world with the appropriate with the appropriate amount of attention True. required. Right. You should not short yourself. You should not short your friends. You should not short your family. And sometimes people like me who are very loud and da 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 da, we just go off and I go mm-hmm. off and that's what Winnipeg's most was. We were True. just yeah, going yeah, off. Yeah. It was it was I was my hundred miles an hour. Hundred miles an hour running. Shh, hard on my sleeves yep. fuck you fuck you fuck yeah, you yeah, yeah. now I'm like it's funny because Anthony Anthony, Anthony's going to listen to this and he's going to laugh because he's like coffee. He's, <laughs> yeah exactly and, 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 and that's and that's the thing it's like I've tucked it in a little bit you know yeah, what I mean yeah, I've yeah. been like I like serving I like I like I like making I like offering a space mm-hmm. and energy that's like nice for people to come and hang out and enjoy with me do Where homework, I'm, come chill, have a coffee, go on a first date, shit like that, dude, man, I get it, yeah. And it's dope, it's dope to see it, people are like, this place is so good. Yeah. And the music, and I, like, even like the music, like my new music is so crazy when I get like, I get like the old, old homies and they're like, yo, this shit's fire, bro. Like this shit's got some real substance, this shit's bouncy, like, 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 like how did Feta become happy? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, man, life. <laughs> life, bro. Bro, what happened to the piece of shit Feta we used to know? <laughs> Don't be, be be miserable again, you know. Um, yeah, a lot of people will try to make you do that too. <laughs> a lot of people get mad at you for changing. Dude, if there's anything like you're giving advice, I'll give a little piece of advice. If there's anything I've ever learned, like when you say, you know, you're a role model, you're a role model. Everything in life comes with a little grain of salt. You don't need to listen to everything, but you keep it in, like you said, you keep it in that Rolodex, right? Yeah. You're like, okay, maybe that situation doesn't happen to me, but one day it might. Yeah. And then I can, you know flip through my my finder and be like oh shit Charlie Fed told me about this and it's it, it's that attention it's, it's it's paying that attention and showing people like I just had a and I won't go into detail but I just had I had a really good friend of mine had like a kind of like a, a weird thing happen between us and and all it really took was a really honest conversation between us mm-hmm. and uh, that conversation I felt I felt so light after having the conversation and I felt so happy that as as unfortunate as the situation was that conversation allowed us to like hit this next level of friendship oh dude i've had that hundreds of times man yeah and yeah, be, yeah and be so much tighter and 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 
and express myself in a way that I probably wouldn't have had I not been put in that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like with music and with, with art and, 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 and with business for me is that all these situations that I've never been put in, I used to run from, I used to be like, you know, it's easier to get, it's really easy to get caught in your ways. It's becoming an adult too. Like when you're 26 and you got shit to do, it's like, yeah. no, no, it'll just, don't, don't become an adult too early. Don't become an adult too early. I don't think I ever will, definitely, man. I, you're playing with my Captain America fidget spinner, bro. I'm never going to become an adult. I, I actually want to see the video of how long, I, I, like, I put it down and then I sit here and then I'm like this again. <laughs> my, the super cut promo will just be you picking it up and putting it back down. Like however many times I do that. <laughs> Every 20 minutes you'll hear a light little thud and it's just, just him. Just a little like this. Bro, I have a crocheted Deadpool. Yo, it's I'm not, fire though. I, actually, f- the 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 Bob Funkos, Ross. Yeah. The Bob, Bob Ross. Ross is good, eh? There is no th- what is it? There is no such thing as as thing, just happy mistakes. It, no, right? no, there's no such. What is it? There's no such thing as accidents. It's just happy mistakes. mistakes. I think that's got to be. It. Or no, no, it's got to be. No, no, there's no such thing as mistakes. Just happy accidents. Happy accidents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so happy. Ah. Uh, Okay, I feel like I can talk to you for literally 48 hours, but yeah. I don't have the space on my MacBook. For no, that. we good, we good. Uh, tell me what's coming up for your music. Tell me how people can get a hold of you, your coffee shop hours, bookings, uh, bookings for your underground, all yeah. of it. Tell me everything. Uh, so, Charlie Feta uh, on everything. C H A R L I E F E T T A H. Steven Tyler 2 is coming out right away. Steven Tyler 1.5 just came out. It's on everything, streaming. Uh, we hit really good numbers on that, so thank you to everybody that listened. Uh, ooh, coffee shop, uh, 333 Gary Street, Gary Street Coffee, the coolest fucking coffee shop you're going to come to. Absolutely. I also manage uh, bookings and talent booking at uh, 114 Osborne, which is the old cavern, now called the Osborne Underground. And um, yeah, and I, I always encourage this, and I said it on the last couple uh, things that I did. Uh, if anybody ever wants to reach out to me, um, you know, via Instagram, uh, uh, about about music. Uh, that's a, that's a young person trying to get into a studio or trying to find guidance in in, in, in getting into a studio and finding ways to uh, turn your intellectual thought, like your intellectual thoughts or your intellectual property, into something tangible. Mm-hmm. I'm super super into that. Um, I used to do a lot of youth work uh, with the graffiti gallery, so I don't do it all the time now. But I still have a lot of those connections. So if you're a young guy, old guy, whatever, you want to get into a recording studio, you want to you know, use your energy in a positive way, you can nice. hit me up and I will reply. Bro, that's the best. And I can vouch for that because when I messaged you, you were the, just a total regular dude about it. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Tell me the time. Time and date. Yeah. Oh, oh, uh, I think okay. that's how you replied, right? Time I'm and date. almost certain you said, I'm down, I'll slide through time and date or yeah. something along those lines. And I was, dude, I was so nervous. It's weird. I don't know why. I just, I, maybe I'm always scared that they're going to say no. Maybe yeah, they say no. Who the fuck cares? And and again, but it's just then it's like, like I don't get a girlfriend. But does that stop talking? Like if you didn't have a girlfriend, would that stop talking? Like no, like, obviously. You see no. this hot chick, you're like, well, I'm not gonna go say something. What if she says no? It's like, well, <laughs> you don't know though. She might say yes. Fifty-fifty. You have sixty percent of the time. It works all the time. <laughs> Um, thank you so much for coming over, dude. Thank I really appreciate the beers. These are delicious. One more time. Shout out Pineapple Pete from Matea Radic. Um, you're gonna get a shout out on the Instagram. You'll tag everything. Um, all of his links, everything, I'll try and link as much as I can of yours. Cool. That's heat bag, all of it. All cool. of it will be in this description below as well as, you know, your coffee shop and stuff like that. You got Instagram for coffee shop? Yep, Gary Street Coffee. Gary Street Coffee, yep. getting a follow immediately. Thanks everyone for tuning in and thank you so much for coming over, dude. Thanks, man.